back up what you're doing sitting down. You know this church. <laughs> We're going to get into the scriptures and um, finish up this series that God has led us through. And I am just excited about what God has for us today. And I hope you're excited about what you have for him today. So if you'll put those scriptures up there, Nathan. Now that we are set right with God by all of this sacrificial death, the consummate, there is no longer a question of being at odds with God in any way. If when we were at our worst, we were put on friendly terms with God by the sacrificial death of His Son, now that we are at our best, just think how our lives will expand and deepen by means of His resurrection life. Now that we have actually received this amazing friendship with God, we are no longer content to simply wait. We sing and shout our praises to God through Jesus the Messiah. Divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him who called us by his own glory and goodness. And the final scripture of the day. <laughs> the fear of God expands your life. A wicked life is a puny life. One more time. The fear of God expands your life. A wicked life is a puny life. And who wants to be puny? So, Father, we thank you for your word. Father, we thank you for your presence. Father, we sense your presence in here today. And we're so grateful because we came here to meet with you, God. We came here to just press into your presence, to tell you that we love you, that we exalt you, that we think you're fabulous, God. We came here to meet with you, and we thank you, Father, that you meet with us. Now, Father, I ask that the Holy Spirit be released in such a deep and profound way. I pray that the breath of God move throughout this room. I pray, Father, for the convicting power of the Holy Spirit to be present. I pray for the freeing power of your Spirit to be in this house. And I thank you, Father, that you always finish what you start. So, Father, we are counting on you to finish this thing, God. We're counting on you to plant it deep. We're counting on you to produce fruit in our lives that are consistent with the word that has been released. Now, Father, let everything that is of me fall, everything of you stand and produce fruit. We press anxiously forward into what you have today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 He's so faithful, and I am so overwhelmed. I feel so blessed to have spent the last four weeks with you guys. <laughs> what a divine privilege. It has just been such an honor, and I so appreciate you guys being patient with me and walking with me through this. Um, what's so funny is that at the beginning of all of this, I had just prayed... Um, you know, I just kind of hit my knees and I'm like, God, what am I going to teach them for four weeks? Uh, Jesus, please give me something to teach them. Give me something, Lord, that's from your heart that they can grab hold of. And in the beginning, I was just like, four weeks? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was just like, and then the beauty of it is, is that I find myself standing here today going, there's just too much. 
There's just too much to share. As I sat down and I tried to put together the lesson for today, I found myself with pages and pages and pages, and I had to like go, okay, I can't read the whole 119th Psalm. Okay, I can't read this, and I can't do this, and you know, to set aside these things because there was so much, because more than anything, today I, I just I find that if I had the time, I would talk to you about Adam and Eve and and I would talk to you about Moses and Abraham, and I would talk to you about the prophets, and I would talk to you about the one that laid by the stream and the ravens that fed him, and and I would talk to you about the animals going two by two into the ark, and I would talk about the harlot who who put the scarlet cord out the window, and, and I would talk to you about the way that Jesus spoke with Peter beside the wood fire. I would talk to you about his death and his burial, and I would talk to you about his resurrection, and then go into revelations <laughs> and we talk about things I have no clue about and uh, there's just it's like I just find this in me to go I want you to know him I find that today there's just not enough time on the planet for me to go do you know him lion's den do you know him do you know him do you know about him or do you know him because there's a difference there's a difference, and his word is so rich and so full, and I find that, that my heart's desire is that, that when you leave this place today, you would be hungry for him, that you would be thirsty for him, that you'd be going, I want him, I want him, I want more of him, because that's what's in my heart. I want you to be hungry for him. I don't need anybody to remember my name. I need you to remember his. I need you to know his. I don't need you to know what I said. I need you to know what he said. And that's what's important because my words won't sustain you. His will keep you. His will guard you. His will cover your head in the day of battle. And his glory will be your rear guard. No matter what you're going through. I didn't say that. He said that. And that's what you need to hear this morning. That's the God that you have. And I, it's just such a privilege. You guys are such good people. Such good people, such marvelous sons and daughters of God. And what I want for you more than anything is that you would walk in his fullness, that you would know relationship with him, that you would just know him as a companion, not just somebody you talk to on Sunday, not just somebody who enters your life from time to time, but someone who dwells, dwells heavy with you, dwells with you. He's God who inhabits our praises, but he dwells with his people. That's a di whole different word, is <laughs> dwelling. Okay, somebody wrote these notes, but uh, I'm just at that place in my spirit today where um, I'm really glad it's the eighth service <laughs> and our pastor's coming back. I'm so excited to see them. I'm so excited to hear what God has been pouring into them. I expect refreshed faces when they come in. Um, and I'm, I'm just excited to have them back. But we've got one more little session together. And for that period of time, I'm turning you all over to Jesus. <laughs> um, I was thinking about God's goodness this week. I can't help but think about his goodness. I mean, when confronted with it on such a consistent basis, how can we ignore it? How can we ignore the goodness of God? And I thought, God, you're so faithful. You don't just give us what we need. You don't just give us the requirements. You give us the treasure. 
You don't just give us the basics. And see, God's design from the beginning was blessing. If God's design from the beginning wasn't blessing, he could have made the garden functional and not beautiful. He could have made the, the food meet a need but not taste quite so good. And bummer. <laughs> he could have made man and woman not quite as attracted to each other. But see, that's part of the blessing relationship. The things that he gives us, that's because he intended blessing. God has never stopped at the basics. God has never stopped with just enough. We stop with just enough. We do the bare minimum when possible, but not this God that we serve. He is so far beyond. He is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can think or ask, and he does. And he does, and it reminded me of a poem, and I'm going to read poetry to you guys because y'all look like you will enjoy poetry this morning. It's one I wrote a long time ago. Actually, Katie was about two years old when I wrote this. And I don't know about you, but if you got babies, that, that moment when they first wake up and they come through and their hair's all sticking up, kind of like mine is now, and it's just kind of must, and they come through and their eyes are just hardly open and their little face is still swollen from sleep and they haven't decided they don't like you yet. And, uh, and they come through and they crawl up into your lap and it's the most beautiful 30 seconds of your day. And it was one of those moments, and Katie came stumbling through in her onesie. That's how I know. Oh, she still has a onesie. Wait a minute. <laughs> All of her, anyway. <laughs> Teenagers and sleepovers. It, she came through and it said, Awakening from night's soft arms, climbing clumsily from bed, rubbing eyes still laced with sleep, her must hair standing on her head, my little one arose this morning, walked straight into Daddy's hug. He pulled her clothes and kissed her cheek, and uh, he held her warm and snug. Did you sleep well, my little one? Her golden head did nod. My heart did swell with love for her. Oh, thank you, Father God. Her daddy whispered in her ear, what did my baby dream? She smiled and looked into his eyes of angels and ice cream. Angels and ice cream, I sighed, how beautiful and dear. Even in her dreams you show your heart so pure and clear. Angels to protect her, ice cream just for pleasure. You show your hands to ever hold both needs and desired treasures. Not only do you provide what we need to see us through, your greatest joy is to show your love in the smallest heart's desire too. So thank you, Lord, for being there for instilling in each a dream so we too can speak in gratitude of angels and ice cream. <laughs> he is the God of more. He is the God of so much more. And see, the thing about God is, is that our life should expand in Him. The more we know Him, the more our capacity, the more we should expand and grow as people walking on this planet because He's just that good. He's just that good. And I was struck this week about the way that He has done this you know, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit and we talked about the fruits of the Spirit and we've talked some about the gifts of the Spirit. And I was thinking about how good He is that He would give us those things. That He would go, you know what? I'm going to 
send my spirit to them, my Holy Spirit, I'm going to send him to them. And when they confront him in their lives, when they embrace him in their lives, I am going to completely change them. I'm going to take someone who's old and miserable and cranky and hateful and miserable with their lives, and I'm going to show them joy. I'm going to show them what it's like to be peaceful. I'm going to show them what it's like to walk in relationship with somebody who just thinks they are amazing. I'm going to take the miserable and I'm going to breathe joy into them and they're going to grow. The more they get to know about me, then my joy, the more joyful they're going to become. The more that they get to know about the peace of God, the more peaceful they're going to become. And they are going to absolutely bloom because I'm going to give them the, the potential for the fruits of the Spirit to be exploding out of their lives. So he takes this broken shell, this mess that we were and we are, and he saves us big enough, a great enough task. I don't know about you, but I was not easily savable. And I know some of you guys were not either, so there. But he saves us, and that would have been enough. That would have been more than enough, don't you think? No hell for me. And um, that would have been enough. <laughs> but he doesn't stop there. He's too good to stop there. He's just rejoicing over fire insurance, okay? He doesn't stop there. He goes, you know this thing that you hate about yourself? You know how you're so critical and nitpicky and see the worst in everything? I'm going to deliver you from that. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to make you patient. I'm going to make you long-suffering. And where you used to never finish anything you started, you are now going to be faithful. Faithful. <laughs> what was broken now is healed. What is pieces now is whole. What was lacking is now filled. And that would have been enough, wouldn't it? That would have been more than I deserved. Wouldn't it have been more than you deserved? Oh, Jesus, that he would give us his Holy Spirit to, to start to grow something in us that looks like him, that has the fragrance of eternity about it. Oh, Jesus, that would have been enough. That would have been more than enough, wouldn't it? But he didn't stop there. He went and he went, okay, they were a broken mess. They were all, I've redeemed them. My blood has brought them. I've brought all these broken pieces together. They're starting to look like my son. They're starting to walk in peace. They're starting to have some wisdom about them. And then he goes, now that they're whole, I'm going to give them some power. I'm going to give them gifts of the Spirit now. <laughs> so not only are they going to walk in wholeness, they're going to make a difference on the planet. They're going to lay hands on people and they're going to recover. They're going to speak to somebody and it will be as if the very voice of God were speaking to that person. Because, see, that's what prophecy is. Prophecy literally means to echo God. If you ain't echoing God, you ain't prophesying. That was free. Before you say it, you better make sure he did. Ha-ha. <laughs> but he gives us these gifts of power, these, get these fruits of the Spirit and these gifts of the Spirit. So now we're walking around weighty in the Spirit. 
And but then there was more. It's like this Ginsu God. But wait, there's more. He goes, now they're whole. Now they're walking in power. And it's as if he goes, now what can I do? I know. I'll just bless them. Now I'm just going to breathe some blessing over them. I'm going to lean out over them and begin to breathe the Ruah of God. Oh, and he does. And he goes, you know what? You're whole now. You're walking in power. And you are holy and sacred in character. You are holy because I am holy. The blessing is you get to be like me. Now you're holy and you're blameless. All that junk you did back there, I don't hold it against you anymore. You don't have to hold it against you anymore. Holy, blameless. And those of you who never, ever knew what love was, now you're loved. Now you're loved. You thought you knew what love was. That ain't love. This is love. No greater love. No greater love. <laughs> and then he goes, okay, they're holy, they're blameless, they're loved. Let's take it to another level. Because they're holy, blameless, and loved, but they're still human, i got to provide a way for them to get back to me when they start messing up and wandering around and, and losing their focus. So not only they are holy, blameless, and loved, I am going to grace them with a wooing that draws you back when you get out too far. I'm going to grace them and draw them back. I'm going to redeem them, redemption. Uh, I'm going to ransom them. It's going to be as if they didn't wander off and get held captive for a while. I'm just going to clean that slate. <laughs> and I'm going to forgive them. It's going to be like they never did it. Not only are they going to be forgiven and redeemed, it's just, going to, it's just not even going to be. It's as if it never happened. And wouldn't, have that, wouldn't that just be more than enough? Do you get that from any of your friends? <laughs> Some of you answered way too quick. Your friends are looking at you like, hey, what? <laughs> oh, God is so faithful. But he goes, okay, we've done this now. Now what can we do? I know what we're going to do. We are going to expand their capacity to understand everything that I've done for them. We're just, this is the blow your mind phase. We will now enter into the blow your mind phase of the blessings. <laughs> Literally, these last three that we're going to talk about today are the ones that take us beyond. So many of the, the others are, are bonus and blessing where we are. This is God going, if you want this, I can take you to the next level. You can't go there without me, but I can take you to the next level in this, in our understanding. Because, see, that's what gets us sometimes is our reasoning as to why God, you know, or what God. And, and we get caught up in stopping at the things we don't understand. And God's going, I'm going to release you in a way that even if you don't understand it, you can still walk in Revelation. And so the very first one is wisdom. Wisdom. These are the blessings of expanded capacity. 
Mm. These are the things that you've walked around in your life going, if I could just get my mind around that. If I could just, God, if I could just understand that. Wisdom, and it, it, the word there, Sophia, if you've got a daughter named, or a, well, I hope it's not a son named Sophia, but it could be. <laughs> but if you've got a child named Sophia, expect them to be wise. Expect them to be wise. Breathe wisdom, words of wisdom over them. Diverse knowledge, broad and deep, full of intelligence. Who would like to have diverse knowledge, broad and deep and full of intelligence? I know some of us think we have it. <laughs> but how many would like to really have it? Would ha like to have a, a, a wisdom about things that we didn't have wisdom before? It says, to extend and expand, having ample space between what was once our old limit and now the new to broaden, to become, who wants to have that? To live at a certain increased level and degree of intensity. You ever stood in a service and went, man, this is intense. Okay, I do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus, this is intense. And it's a good thing. It says to have profound insight and vision. Who needs insight and vision? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I spend most of my life looking through a glass darkly. But see, there's a capacity in him. There's a, a broadening in him, a, an enriched space in him that when, when we get to know him, this is not just an impartation. I want you to understand something. There, there's the breath blessing, but you can be blessed all day long, but until you decide to walk in it, I can tell you this property belongs to you, but until you decide to possess it, it doesn't really belong to you. And so God can say, I'm going to give you knowledge broad and deep, and you are going to be full of intelligence. But until you decide to walk in it, to, to, to allow him to expand you, to um, pour into your life and, and, and breathe into you all of the things that you know you can be and some of the things you have no idea you can be in him, to begin to walk in that. He expands us. It's an increased capacity to learn. Who needs an increased capacity to learn? All of us who hit that stage and went, oh, I'm too, learned, I'm too old to learn anything new now. You're wrong. You're wrong. The Word of God tells us that Moses, he didn't get to go into the promised land, but when God took him home, according to the Word, it said he was not diminished in faculty. He was not diminished in capacity. And I understand the, the mindset. I understand why we go there, but I don't understand why we go there. Because the potential, we go there and think, oh, well, they're just getting older. They're, you, know, you know, some of us are just praying to remember why we went into that room. You know, you stand there and you're like, uh, why did I come in here? But see, God has this thing. Did you know that he can have an effect on your mind? Did you know that he can, can, if you are fearfully and wonderfully made, if he created you the first time, don't you think he can recreate? Don't you think if something's getting old and useless, <laughs> he can make it vital and useful again? Don't you think, 
You know what my scripture is all the time? God, you have not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I'm counting on the sound mind, God. God, you said you've given me a sound mind. God, you said that. Wisdom, knowledge, broad and deep, full of intelligence. And see, he pours that into us. And then the next step, it says, the next one he gives us is understanding. Understanding. Because, see, knowledge will answer the question, what? A word of knowledge will give you the answer to what is going on. A word of wisdom will tell you how to take that knowledge and walk it out. And then the word of wisdom, the how, can lead into understanding, which will give you the why. Understanding will go, oh, okay, this is what's happening, this is what I'm supposed to do, and I understand why this is happening. There's a completion there. There's a cycle there. This understanding, though, there's something wonderful to it. It says specific insight and specific understanding and a specific love for resulting from the will of God. This allows us, it says, to extend and expand. It says to, uh, in our capacity to apprehend and comprehend the inner nature of things, or to see intuitively. Intuition. Intuition. I'm not talking about psychic ability. I'm talking about knowing. See, the Word says that God wrote eternity on the hearts of men. I believe the fragrance of Christ within us is this intuitive thing, this, this Spirit of God on the inside of us says He will lead us in all things. I believe this is an increased capacity by His Spirit to look at a situation and to understand what's going on when you don't really understand what's going on. Does that make sense to you? It says to anticipate, to grasp with new and greater capacity those things that you already know. So to take what you already know and God to just explode it and go, let me explain why. Let me give you a glimpse as to why this is happening and what's going on. How faithful it is a greater capacity to grasp his will and to understand why. Now, as parents, there are a lot of times when your kids are younger. I know I went through it. I'm sure my children go through it. You go, no, I don't want you to do that. And they're like, they have every reason in the world why they should because it makes sense to them for them to do this thing. And we're going, no, you can't. And sometimes you don't understand that until you have kids of your own. You know, Aaron's going through that right now. Ha <laughs> um, But you don't understand the no's and you don't understand the why's until you are a little bit older and have a little bit more wisdom. And then you look back and you go, oh, now I get it. Now I understand why they did what they did, and you love them for doing it. I love that my mama told me no. I didn't like it then. I love it now. I love that she told me no. That is this. This is the capacity to go, okay, God, I know what you're saying, but I don't understand what you're saying, but God, I, I, I'm starting to get enough knowledge of you and enough wisdom concerning you that I can now understand why you're doing this and I can embrace your will to a greater extent because now I know why you're saying those things. It isn't just because I don't want you to be cool. 
It isn't because I want your friends to make fun of you or you not to participate in these things. It's because I love you and I'm guarding your life. And see, that's what God does. He guards our life. And we grow up with this perception somehow that anybody who tells us no or who tries to put boundaries on us is fencing us in. No, they're fencing them out. There's a difference. The fruits of the Spirit, the Word tells us, against such there can be no charge. You're not going to get arrested for walking in peace and joy and love. You know, you're not going to... There's no charge against these things because God is guarding our lives. And this understanding, this wisdom that comes, then followed by this understanding that goes, okay, God, I get it. And I love your will because I know what your will is trying to produce in my life. God, help me to stay close in the center of your will you know, I can bless my children when they're close. It's real hard to bless a child when they're far off. It's real hard to go, hey, I bought you something. Hey, I have something for you. But man, if you're sitting across the table from them and going, you know, I just was thinking about you today. And so, you know, I just wanted to tell you this. And I just wanted to tell you, you know, I, I think this about you. And I see so much in you. And there's just something about a close up breath blessing close up to just be able to look in their eyes and go i want to bless you because you're mine wisdom understanding and see then there's one more thing there are some things that no matter what because we have this finite mind that can only stretch so far without going oh you know i need to go take a nap (laughs) and eat some chocolate and a pepsi and uh (laughs) my rubber band mind just snapped back and, uh, and I'll go, there are some things that we will never be able to grasp with this mind. There are some things, you know, it's so funny to me, some of the conversations that people will have, well, if God can do all things, can he make it where he can't do something? I know. <laughs> we just... How, how, how finite are these minds? When we, and we want to sound so smart. And, you know, I gave that up a long time ago. A long time ago. Right about the time I was reading in Sunday school, and, and I said, and chose reigned in the land. Chaos. <laughs> there was utter chose in the land. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> And God wants me to speak to people? I mean, really? (laughs) Oh, that was bad. That was bad. Thankfully, YouTube was not up by then. But see, those things that we cannot get our mind around, those things that we knowledge, wisdom, and understanding haven't quite given us, there's one other thing that God has for us, and it's called revelation of mysteries. Those things that we don't quite understand, God can give us revelation on. And I'm not saying he's going to go, this is why I did this, Wade. I did this this way and this and this. And you're going to go, oh, now I have revelation. And now I know. No, more likely than not, the revelation will be, God, I don't know what this means. I don't understand why she's sick. I don't understand why they're suffering. I don't understand these, but I know that you are good. 
I know that you are faithful. I know that you are God overall. I know you could heal if, if it was your purpose, if it was your perfect will, God, you could heal them in a heartbeat. But God, I am at peace with the fact that you get to decide this. My revelation is that you are God and I am not. And see, he gives us a revelation in those places where we don't have understanding. Now, let's just tie this up for a little bit. This God of always more. So if knowledge isn't enough, he gives you wisdom. If wisdom isn't enough, he gives you understanding. If understanding isn't enough, he gives you revelation. He has given you these fruits of the Spirit to help transform your life. He's given you the gifts so you can walk in power in the earth. And then he's breathed out these blessings over you. I mean, wouldn't that be enough? I mean, there's so much in what he's done. So much in what he's done. But see, here's the beauty of it to me. While all of that is wonderful and awesome and, and amazing to me, you know the applause that we did earlier, the applaud God? Can we do, just for a second, can you clap with me? Can you just, can you just bless him for a second? Can you just bless him for a second? Mm. Now see... If that applause represented eternity, what we live here is and all of those things, the fruits and the gifts and the blessings are for a vapor. Because our life on this planet is a vapor. It's like this and it's gone. You blink and you turn around and your toddler's graduating from high school or in college or you're holding your grandchildren and you turn around, life is a blink. And God in his goodness gave all of that stuff for a blink, for a whisper, for a vapor, for something that would be alive today and in his presence tomorrow. That's how big he is. That's how good he is, that he would bless the vapor. Seriously. Seriously, I could understand if this was the be-all, end-all, but this is just the preface of the book that he has written on our lives. This is nothing, and we are so consumed and obsessed and lost and distracted in the snap. See, and our eyes ought to be set like flint. Do you even remember why you got into this thing in the first place? Kids, can you go get ready for me, please? Can you even remember when heaven was real to you? See, because all of this stuff, all of this stuff according to Scripture, it says this whole passage that we've based all of this on, the very last verse in this passage says, because it's all going to be brought together under one head, even Christ. And see, the time is coming when all of it, all of this stuff, see everything, the fruits, the gifts, the blessings, do you know that they are a foretaste? Do you know that they are just a shadow? They're just the merest glimpse of the fullness of life that God has for you on the other side? For the fullness, the, the, the completed work when we step across into his presence. Do you understand that that's just a glimpse? That God blesses the vapor in hopes that we will catch the fragrance of eternity and become a part of that? I asked the kids to do this dance, this presentation, 
because last Sunday night when they did it, it just blows me away because it, it, it speaks of that time when we enter into his presence, finally come into his presence. And one of the phrases that I just can't get past, it says, I can't sing loud enough. I can't sing loud enough at the vision of him. I can't bow low enough. And see, that's where we've got to get back to. We've got to get back to the place where his presence undoes us, where pretty no longer matters and messed up is the norm because in his presence, you cannot sing loud enough, bow low enough, or reach high enough.
play that in the background for me please see here's the thing God has done so much for us God has done so much for our existence here but our hearts are to be set on pilgrimage this is not our home we're just passing through and we can't lose sight of that we can't lose sight of all that we have to gain we cannot lose sight that one day we will be in His presence. One day, all of those things that we thought we knew, we will know. All of, in that day, our faith will become sight. And we have to have our hearts set toward that, toward pilgrimage, toward entering into that place with Him. This journey with Him is amazing, but it's nothing in comparison to what awaits. And my heart today, if you will allow me, I really want to pray for you. Uh, can you stand with me? I know we're closing a little bit differently. But what's in my heart today is I don't want you to leave without your heart being set on that, on Him, on, on the journey into His presence. Do you understand that there is a heaven and there is a hell? And there is a God who is so faithful, who loves you like crazy, who is just enthralled with you. And I want your heart to be set toward Him. And if you've lost that vision, if you've lost that hunger to stand in His presence, that passion to, to where you just never feel like you can quite sing loud enough, that you can never quite bow low enough, and that when you reach your hands, it's like, oh, if you could just reach a little further. If you long for that, 
will you let me pray for you today? Will you just come down? I just want to pray over you if I can. If, if, if I've missed it and you don't have this cry in your heart, that's fine. But for those of you who are going, I want that hunger for him. I want that passion for him. I just want to pray over you. Pray relief into your life. Our hearts are to be set on pilgrimage. Our faces are supposed to be set toward Him. He has a purpose for you in this planet, but there's an ultimate purpose of coming into His presence and being fully united to Him, becoming a part of all of this. There's a reason for all of this. So just lift your hands and I'm going to pray. Jesus, Lord, in the Oh, God of heaven. Giver of the breath blessing, the one who's released over our lives, God. I'm asking, Father, for increased vision. I'm praying for hearts set on pilgrimage. Father, those who've been distracted, those who've been looking to the left and to the right, I pray, Father, for a setting of their face like flint, God. I pray, Father, for renewed even now, Father. I sent your presence. Bless you, Lord. We welcome you, Father. We welcome you, God. For we thank you for what you're doing even now, Father. The old is falling away, God. Father, renewed purpose. I speak renewed purpose over your people today, God. I speak passion over them today, God. I thank you, God, that their hearts are going to be set towards you, God. Father, those who have lost their way, God, who've forgotten why they got in this in the first place, God, let it come up. Just let it come. rise up in them right now, Father. Fans of flame, Father, those things in them. Father, I pray when they walk out, God, they would go, i got to find him. i got to move toward him in everything that they do, God. Renewal, renewal, renewal in the name of Jesus. Refreshing in the name of Jesus, Father. Let the breath of God blow over these, God. Ruah breath, God. The ancient of ancients breathing life over those recreating lives today, God. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for renewal, for refreshing, God. I thank you, Lord, that they're going to walk in the fruits of the Spirit. God, they're going to manifest the fruits of the Spirit in their life, God. They're going to walk in the power of God. They're going to know the blessing of God. And, Father, their hearts are going to be set like they've never been set before, Father. I'm proclaiming a new season, Father, in their life. God, a season of pursuit, God, because you said if we seek you with our whole heart, you, we'll find you. And so, Father, hearts set on pursuit. That's what I pray for these, Father God. I pray, Father, that they would set their hearts towards you. God, let them remember. Remember. Bring to their remembrance, Father, all of those things. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. Can you just receive? Father, we step into inheritance today, God. We step into the blessing today, God. We thank you, Father, for all that you've spoken. All that you've spoken, Father. Life, 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 breath, passion. Father, some have walked around going, I just don't feel it anymore. Well, feeling is a blessing. We, we, we don't have to feel it. But I thank you, God, that you're returning the emotion. Father, you're returning the passion to their life. Father, they're going to sense your presence, Father. They're going to feel your presence. 
feel your presence. They've gone, God, why don't I feel you anymore? Well, for that one, it's coming. Press into his presence. Press into his presence. You'll feel the very breath of God on your neck. Bless you, Father. Bless you, Father. So that I'm unto you. Some have gone, my life is so scattered. I am so scattered. And even now, God is starting to bring those pieces together. He's starting to pull them together. You're going to start, they're going to start making sense to you. It's going to start coming together because wisdom is increasing. Understanding is increasing and revelation is coming. Father, I thank you for that. I thank you for that. And Father, I pray for hearts. I pray, Father, for hearts that are not divided that are whole towards you, God. No more double-mindedness. No more instability. Father, let the army be born. Let your warriors take up their swords. Let the children of God be children of God. Let deep call to deep in this moment, Father. And may your waves and breakers wash over this place. Let the waters of God fill this house. May it be spring house. Father, may we walk and extend living waters wherever we are, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you that you call those things that are not as though they were. <laughs> I thank you, Lord, that you look at us and you say, Mighty warrior. Father, when we're shaking in our boots. So thank you for the mighty warriors in this room today, God. Thank you for the hearts set on pilgrimage today, God. Thank you that we are well and whole and sound because you are our Father. We thank you that we have fruits, that we walk in the gifts, and we are blessed because you are God and you are sovereign and you have proclaimed these things over us, God. What a God! What a God we serve. What a God we serve. Bless you, Lord. Can we just applaud? Yes. Bless you, God. 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 Can you crank that up? We're just going to listen to this final part. And just think of reaching for the end. I can't hold, I can't hold.